Welcome to episode 5 of Maxology, 5th episode in. I'm your host, Max Weinswag, next to Brian Penzak. Brian, how you doing, my friends? I'm doing good as always, dude. Good enough is more than enough. Sweet. Awesome. Today is Friday, November 22nd, 2019. Happy Friday. That much closer to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is kind of late this year. Um, we had school... We have school after Thanksgiving for a week, and then we go straight into finals. So kind of a quick turnaround, but a much-needed break here coming up. I, I wanted to get to something because it never made sense to me. Why is it that Thanksgiving occurs once a year? Now, now family coming and the celebration of it and it being a holiday, I totally get it being once a year. I mean, there's that's a lot for your whole family to come together every single week. But the food, you know, turkey... Mashed potatoes, string beans, beets, stuffing, whatever it is, I personally never eat that outside of Thanksgiving. I don't understand why we can't have it like a once a month deal. The food is outstanding. There's so many things about Thanksgiving that I love. The dessert and, and the food. You're honestly content for a good week. The leftovers save you a whole week. Why don't we just do it a whole month anyways? Or sorry, not a whole month, but have it once a month anyways. And and we would be content. I feel like we have enough holidays in America dedicated to being fat asses, and we probably don't need to add more. But. That's true. That's true. I just wonder, like, if I had Thanksgiving in the middle of August... You'd be sweating a lot. <laughs> a lot more than usual in August. Here's what I will say. you would have, like, summer sweats combined with, like, meat sweats. Yeah. And, and that's and, not good. Yeah, I'd be exhausted. I'd be exhausted from food and exhausted from the sun and exhausted because it's hot outside. Yeah, you're you're right. But the food, if I had Thanksgiving, not not like like if I had turkey and mashed potatoes for a meal for dinner, that's not frowned upon, is it? No, but like you know, you're not gonna get your family together and carve a bird and give thanks in the middle of August just because like I don't know. Doing things that often, people just get tired of it. We need variety, dude. You need some variety throughout your year. That's true. Okay, so we have now decided variety is a once-a-year once a event where we gather everybody up the last Thursday of November and say, you know what? We're going to make this Thanksgiving. We're going to put three football games on this day. We're going to have a great time and say thanks for pilgrims settling in on land. For that, happy Turkey Day, everybody. Enjoy it. I wanted to get something else on here. Breaking news. So, proposals are a thing of magic when somebody proposes to their soon-to-be uh, fiancé. This story came from a few days ago. A surfer guy, a surfer guy, a surfer guy and his, his girlfriend, soon-to-be wife, were surfing, and he essentially proposed to her while he was on the surfboard. And as he says... See how as he's screaming on the wave, marry me, he opens up his ring box and the ring falls. Ring falls straight out of his hands. And she didn't even think it was real. She was just laughing and, and she got really nervous. Later on, the story goes that it was a decoy ring. So the dude was super smart. But wow, for a brief second there, I mean, she was panicked. Uh, congratulations to Chris and Michelle. Uh, I hope you guys have a, a great wedding. That was awesome. I wanted to get on the topic of proposals as well and, and how these are all different. So my parents, for example, my dad and mom were at, I think they were at a, a restaurant one day, 
and my dad, and they were talking about marriage, and my dad was like, well, why don't we just do it? Why don't we just get married? So it wasn't even, he didn't even get on me. He just said, hey, hey, you want to get married? And she was like, yeah, sounds good. And they went to a, a jewelry store, and, and my mom picked out her own ring, and history's history. And here you are. And here I am. Thank God for that. Dad, I'm glad, I'm glad you had the balls to ask her in the restaurant, my man. Um, but there's some wild proposals. There was one in the there's someone put a, a photo book together, essentially of photos of them throughout history, and put a, a note at the end and said, "Will you be my wife?" There was another one where they had they bought a home together, and on the wall, instead of it being painted with a solid color, it says, "Will you make me the happiest man by taking my hand in marriage?" On the whole wall, and will you marry me? Do you think they like? Out of, like, sentimental value, do you think they left it there or, like, painted over it? I, I, I wonder... Here's what I would say to that. I bet you that it was in a bedroom, in their bedroom, I'd assume. Uh-huh. And then, essentially, they probably kept it there. Now, if it was in their common room, like the dining room, I don't think that people are going to be eating and it says, will you marry me? That's a little odd. So they probably painted it over that. I feel that like that case. would be weird at, like, family dinners when the... Like, the mother-in-law that really doesn't like the guy comes in and just sees, like, will you marry me? And that would just be a concert reminder, like, you took my daughter and you ruined her. <laughs> I don't know, some mother-in-laws are probably nice, but yeah. I don't have a mother-in-law, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, true. And then this last one, one guy asked random New Yorkers to hand his girlfriend white roses as, he, as they were walking down the street. And so, so on the street... The white roses were essentially handed to her the whole time as she's walking down. And towards the very end of the trail, as she's walking, 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 at the very end, the guy is standing on top of the steps. She goes up to him, snows on the ground, a perfect, beautiful moment, and he proposes. And it got me thinking, all these proposals, you know, how exquisite does one have to be? You know, to, to really make it matter. In some cases, it might not matter. In some cases, it might matter a lot. I wonder if girls actually think, well, I want to be proposed to like this and not like this, and it has to be one way or not the other. And I guess if you love the guy, it shouldn't matter anyways, in theory. But I, I do want to say, like, to all the guys out there, you know, proposing to your girl is probably the most nervous you're going to ever be in a lot of cases. And... It shouldn't matter. I wouldn't get stuck in your head about how you're gonna ask her. I would just make sure that what you say is correct. You know, you don't want to. You want, worst case scenario I could imagine is you say her name wrong. So you say, let's say her name is Lisa, and you say, "Will you marry me, Lauren?" instead of Lisa. That would be the worst scenario. I feel like if you're dating someone for that long, you're probably not gonna do that. Yeah, well, we. That we, seems like <laughs> an extreme circumstance. I mean, who knows? That would be kind of funny though. That would be a good story, like, if if I were a woman, and theoretically my husband proposed to me, and I were able to say, yeah, he got my fucking name wrong, to my kids, years later, that would be hilarious. Legendary. That would be legendary. Absolutely. I mean, wow. But, but that would attest to the strength of the bond, because they'd still be together. That's right. Even after that. Yeah, and, and who knows, maybe, you know, he, he still calls her Lauren just for fun. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow, in that case, he should be real happy. That's what I'm he saying. He should be real happy, man. If you mess up your girl's name when you marry her, whoo! Uh, speaking on marriages and, you know, children and whatnot, there's these things called gender reveals now. And I think it's pretty recent, honestly. I don't remember anything, like, 
like recent like before five years ago of this happening it's like struck social media essentially there's these new ways to reveal to your friends and and family what gender your child is going to be and so there's these funny videos now and you can just google them so like if their guy's really into baseball like the husband and uh there's a baseball thrown to him and if he when he hits it with the bat it either is blue or pink based on if it's a girl or guy and there's a lot of videos that of the guy missing and it drops the ball drops next to him and then it splashes on the ground instead of him hitting it and you just hear the such disappointment and i don't know the big hype about gender reveals personally you know i would just say hey like to my friends i'll say hey guess what i wouldn't really like do a whole thing or like a pinata parade or just because, just for a gender reveal. I don't know how much people care about it. It is a surprise to the husband and wife also, but I don't know how how much it matters. Like if somebody said, "Hey, do you mind coming to my gender reveal?" and I saw a guy hit a hit a ball and it turned pink, I don't know how excited I would be or blue or whatever or I don't know. To me, it seems no weirder than celebrating birthdays. Fair. Like people like to celebrate themselves and their creation i guess so day i don't know how we do it but we'd have to get some lady to come in here and do like a what's it called like a mammogram okay yeah no 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 no, that's not that's not that that's no no that's that's uh oh i know you're talking ultrasound Ultrasound. We're do a live a mammogram is a breast examination. Yes, we're gonna do a live, a live ultrasound. <laughs> we're gonna do a live ultrasound. Wow, that would ta- take a lot. Oh my gosh, revolutionize the whole podcast <laughs> program. And we're gonna do a ultrasound on here, and and we're gonna feed the crowd what the gender of the the kid is. Wow, that would be. Do you think we could find a woman that would agree to do that? I don't know if we would I don't try know to. If one I, of well, those first exists. of all, we wouldn't actively search for one. I think they would have to come to us. But like, but like, let's say this podcast gets really big. At any point, do you think we would receive an email that says, "I'm having a child. I want the gender reveal to be on your show"? Because that just sounds wild. I, I think if that happened, I would automatically say yes and be so excited, and I, I wouldn't be able to contain my... I think my I would shit my pants. I, I, I'll be honest <laughs> with you, Brian. If somebody wants to come on this show and talk about what gender their kid is going to be, they could talk about anything. I would yeah. be... That is a moment in their lives that we made special. Yes. That, yes. Would, that would be wild. Here's something for you, Brian, and for those listening. So we're talking about marriage now. We're pretty deep in this whole marriage thing. Listen to this. There was a guy who filled his wife's car with concrete. <laughs> Wonder why? She changed her surname for a supermarket promotion. This supermarket would pay her seven hundred dollars a month if they if she changed her last name to the supermarket name. So let's just take this is uh this is it's uh it's in Europe, so it's a branch called Viali. But let's just say Foodline, for example. If Foodline paid you seven hundred dollars a month, would you change your last name to? Brian Foodline? Dude, names mean nothing. I could live off $700 a month. Would you get angry enough to fill up your wife's car with concrete because she changed her last name? No. Okay, so this guy was obviously... (laughs) He was real mad. Uh, He literally backed up next to the car, put his cement truck 
He owned the cement truck, threw the car's open driver window, and just filled it with concrete. They're still married, right? No. Uh, oh, this no. is like an ex ex kind of situation. No, this is this is it. And you know why he did it? Because I mean, like at the time of the concreting, where they. Still it was married. a nice car too. It was a nice car. It looks like a Corvette. I mean, that's just a shame. Imagine having concrete in your Corvette. I mean, you might she be able to like. She kept the car spotless, according to this report. This is on this is on Mirror.com. You guys can find this. This is incredible. It says. The man claimed that he and his wife had been going through a rough patch and that her name change was the final straw. So of all the things she did, this one was the worst. Even though he could have potentially had some of that $700 a month. He essentially, like, is letting go of about $8,400. 12 months in a year. Okay, that makes sense. So, that's a lot of money. So they were married at the time when he put the concrete in her car. Yeah, and I think this was the divorce packet, but in concrete version. <laughs> I guess so. Listen, if you're ever in a pickle with your spouse, please don't fill up their car with concrete. I mean, seriously, if, if you have that big of an issue, that's $20,000 down the drain. Corvette is more, probably like $60,000, just I'm, for concrete. I'm pretty sure Corvettes are expensive. Concrete in bulk is also expensive. Construction supplies are more expensive than you might think. That's a good point. And speaking of construction, our guest today was a construction worker for all of one day. Not because he was fired, but because he was a construction worker for Halloween. And I'm super excited to welcome the guest of the show, Lee Greenwald, how you doing, my friend? Welcome. I'm good. Thanks for having me, Max. I'm excited to be on the show for all uh, the loyal followers. Yes, yes, absolutely. Lee's cult-like almost. Cult-like, uh, yeah, you could say cult-like well, followers. I have some. I have some very dedicated fans. Um, Lee and I have been friends since freshman year. Lee and I went to Israel together. Woo! Where Lee, Lee uh, did birthright. For those of you who have not done that, that was an awesome time. What do you think of birthright? It was a it was a wild time. I was um, a little tipsy for most of the trip. Yeah, uh, but yeah. the cultural experience was great. Met a lot of cool people. Saw my roots. Ate a lot of good food. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Highly recommend. And it's free, so yeah. it's free. Can't really complain. That was awesome. There's a funny story about birthright that I want Lee to tell. So there was this guy on the trip. We called him. We called him some name, Goldstein. Oh, and and we were at this orchard, this peach orchard, and they were watering oh, the fruits. God. Oh my god! And so all all the guys are are lined up for a photo, and this one guy, Goldstein. He goes, Elite, tell the story in your eyes. He's, I, I don't even know if I was in the picture. I think I might have been washing my hands or something. And he's, he's trying to wash his hands from like a spout, but it's like, he, it was like kind of rusty. So he pulled it way too hard and then the water just started coming out of the hose like crazy. It was spraying everyone and he wasn't the brightest guy. So it took him a good, <laughs> it took him a good two minutes to figure out how to turn the water off. So this hose is just going crazy with like the pressures just flying everywhere. Um, Lee was soaked. Yeah, I was soaked. I know uh, our friend Corey was soaked. He was very mad. Yeah. Um, and that was at like what ten o'clock in the morning. So yeah, we, that was real. We were we were wet for a good like <laughs> two hours after that on our on our tour bus. Um, but I mean, we love the kid. He was yeah. A, no, we we grew he, was, he was a funny kid. He was just not. The, <laughs> he, he said some things that were way he's off. Just not the sharpest tool in the shed. But you know, what are you gonna do? Uh, and then there was another another story I wanted you to tell. You had to take off your pants because you were stung. Remember that? Oh my god, yeah. So I was, uh, I think it was like the last night, yeah, I think it was the last night we were there, and I was walking along, and I think I got hit with a, a palm frond, 
<laughs> got me right in the thigh, and it felt like I got stung by a scorpion, I'm not going to lie. And I was freaking out. I really thought I got, like, poisoned. So I unbuttoned my pants in the middle of the street um, in Israel at about, like, 1230, and there was a, a good amount of blood coming from my leg. Um, and I probably pro- proclaimed that I was going to die. Um, so then our, our friends Brett and Josh had to uh, help me get back to our hotel room. But luckily I didn't die, and it was just a, a minor stab wound, nothing poisonous, but... Quite the experience. That was wild. That was wild. I remember seeing. I remember seeing Lee, and he was like, he was like limping. You know? it, 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 no, it hurt. It did not feel good. It really. It was very sharp. So that's why I was concerned that it was like a scorpion or like a crazy Israeli bee or something like that. I don't. It was. Whew. Could have been Edo, I, dude. It, yeah, it could have been the the ghost of Edo. Yeah, it could have. Honestly, been. never know. Um, something. So speaking on the topic of traveling, you just went abroad last week. I did. Week. Talk I did. to me about that. Talk to me about that. What was it like? Um, well, I studied abroad in London uh, for spring, what was it, 2019. Um, so I was based out of London, but I traveled, like, everywhere. I think I went to 12 different countries, spent a lot of money, had a really good time, though. What was the best part? The best part, I would say, was just having, like, the freedom to do whatever you wanted. Because, you know, in JMU, you're, like, sec- you're not secluded, but you're, like, stuck to this campus. And Harrisonburg's not, like, the coolest place in the world. But, uh, like, after class, I could just, like go explore London, which is, like, a giant metropolitan city, so that was really cool. And then just getting to travel the world on the weekends. Like, every Thursday after class, I would just hop on a plane and, and go to a new city that I'd never been to before, which was awesome. Did you go to the London Eye? I did. Very cool. Uh, yeah, London is an expensive city for those interested in traveling. Um, so be prepared yeah. for that. But, yeah, no, it was an awesome experience. I definitely recommend for anyone interested that's awesome. That's that's super cool. I've always wanted to go abroad. Something that Lee, kind of not talking about abroad, but sort of, Lee kind of kind of relates. So Lee goes to JMU, and his girlfriend goes to Penn State. And so, talk to me about that. What's long distance dating like? Long distance is interesting. Like, there's ups and downs, obviously, um, but it's just hard sometimes because you can't have that face-to-face communication. Um, so FaceTime is huge all the time, but it's, uh, I mean, it's all worth it at the end of the day, but it's really about like open communication. Um, and just like when you have free time, just making sure that like you're aware of what the other person is doing, because obviously that's part of a relationship. You can't just like do your own thing all the time, um, because you're not going to see that person until breaks usually, unless you come visit. Um, but I mean, it's worth it. It's just, it's, it's a grind, but I mean... If it's with the right person, it's definitely a... I don't know if I'd recommend it, but I would say go for it. Take a chance. Take a chance on love, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if, if you ever need any advice, you know, feel free to feel free to hit my line. Yeah, Lee's a, Lee's a good good relationship expert. I'm a professional yeah. now. I've been doing yeah. long distance for what, like... Yeah, how long have you been dating her? Uh, we've been dating for, like, three and a half years. Wow. I guess I've been long distance. So for, then you started, like, end started, of high school. You started, like... Summer, going into senior year of high school. Wow. Yeah, so it's been like almost almost four years. So yeah, long distance for like two and a half. Did you weigh that option like you had a year before you went to college? Not really. We were kind of just like, we were pretty sure that we were going to stay together. I mean, freshman year was definitely rough because, you know, adjusting to college life um, for both of us was like a little hard. Um, and just like figuring out how to be independent and then both being not at the same school that was tough but I mean after freshman year I think it got 
significantly better and now it's been going strong for yeah like two and a half years yeah two and a half years now freshman year sophomore year and then first semester junior year and I've and I've seen like I've seen Lee go to Penn State and she's came come down here quite a bit. So I think it's pretty even in terms of how often you guys see each other. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I've got, I've driven to Penn State three times this year, um, and then she's been here t- uh, twice. So yeah, and yeah. I'm like yeah, like other year yeah, it's always even. And now that I have a car this semester, it's much easier. Um, and she has a car, so we make it work for sure. And the drive is not terrible. It's only uh. What like three ish hours? Yeah, I mean? so you make it work. Do what you got to do. You can do it. You can do it. People out there, you can do it. Um, something that Lee is super into, which I am as well, is sports. Oh yes. And Lee is a big Ravens guy. I'm unfortunately a Steelers Steelers fan, I but to see it. and and Lee is a huge Ravens fan. So for those who don't know, Ravens and Steelers biggest rivalry in, in the NFL. They're four hours away, but it it seems like it's way too close. Um, talk to me about this Lamar Jackson guy. Is he legit? Do you Lamar think he can, Jackson. Now, don't be the don't don't put your Ravens fan. Put, okay, like, okay. take take a NFL scope view. Can he last like long? Can he do everything he wants to do? Is this only a year thing? Is it a fluke? Or what? What do you think actually about him? Actually, what I think about him, I think that coming out of college, there was a lot of speculation about his arm talent because he. He didn't have the greatest arm. He wasn't very accurate. Um, but I think that throughout the offseason, he's progressed. I think he's legit. I think he's the guy. He's uh, he's mobile. He's got a good arm strength-wise. He's accurate. He's a good leader. I mean, I think he's legit. Um, would you say he has long-lasting arm action? I would say he has long-lasting arm action. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I would say that's, okay. that's the perfect way to put it. I think he's going to be a... A top tier quarterback in the NFL for quite some time, um, but you don't you don't worry about his injury because he runs all the time. I think he runs all the time, but he's smart about it. He he gets out of bounds when he has to. He doesn't take big hits, which is important because um, guys like Mike Vick before him, um, and then Colin Kaepernick. Not to get into the politics of that, uh, just the uh, the athletics of it. But yeah, he those guys took some big hits. Um, which is commendable, but I think Lamar Jackson stays away from those, and I think he's a good. I think he's a smart runner, and I think he's a smart football player. So, I think he's. I think he's got success ahead of him. All right, only time will tell. He's, he's got a pretty big matchup with the 49ers coming up. Yeah, yeah, and they got the yeah they got a tough schedule, but I think uh, he's already beaten what, the Patriots, the Seahawks, the, Seahawks, uh, the Texans, Texans yeah. and those are three of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. So he's. He's the guy. He's we'll see. This is this Raven, Ravens offense is different this year. Wanted to end on this note. Sports betting is now legal. It's been legal for the better part of a year. What do you do? You only bet on football. Do you bet on everything? Talk to me. What goes through your mind? Because I know you do gamble. On Whew, so what goes through my mind? That's a tough question. Um, so usually every every day, probably I spend a good a half an hour to an hour looking at the lines for the betting. Um, Explain what the line is. So the line, so there's like the the spread is um, how much a team is either favored to win or lose by. Um, so that's usually um, like for a football game, it could be like a team's gonna lose by seven or the other team's gonna win by seven, and you pick that. Um, the over under is like the total points scored in the game, and then the money line is just like essentially who's gonna win. Um, so I look at that. I started with college football which I had some good success in. Then NFL, obviously, because 
those are those are pretty easy to bet on. But then basketball season got around. Oof. I don't know too much about basketball, but I've been losing a little bit of money here and there <laughs> uh, on basketball specifically. So that's been tough. Um, but you know, as the season gets on, I'm looking to looking to cement myself in the green, make some money. I'm really trying my best here, but it's not the easiest thing in the world. Do you think people do it? Do you think you do it to make money, or do you more so do it just because it's fun, just as a hobby, something to do? I think I probably do it more so to make it fun. I mean, winning money is cool. Losing money sucks, but uh, I mean, watching like Middle Tennessee Technical State University versus some other random school in the middle of nowhere. Uh, as long as you have money on it, the game is, the game is entertaining. Uh, you get to yell at the TV, which is one of my pastimes. So <laughs> I mean, um, I think it's fun, and also you know, if you win like twenty, thirty dollars here and there, that doesn't hurt either. Um, and then you just kind of recycle it back into the business. So Have you bet on JMU yet? I bet on JMU football. Um, I bet on JMU basketball once, and they lost. Yep, no surprise. So, yeah. um... We win in football? Yeah, we always win in football. Yeah, okay. yeah that's, a, that's a key tip for everybody. If you're betting football, JMU wins everything. Because <laughs> they play garbage teams. I just had a thought. Yes, sir. So, you'll yell at the TV when you're watching sports, right? Yes. Absolutely. Do you think before TV was invented, do you think people would like go outside and watch like squirrels fight over acorns and yell at them? Like, I would argue that they, they had radio and they yelled at the radio. I think people yelling at the radio is definitely. But like before all that, before all before that, like, do you think like people sports? would just like root for squirrels to like compete over nuts? Like before sports, yeah. Or, so before it all, before there was even, I mean, honestly, people probably yelled at like political competition i feel like yeah i feel like if there was no sports what do you yell about i mean maybe it's personal competition like i'm gonna throw this rock farther than you who can shower the fastest yeah or like who can kill the most like antelope or something like that <laughs> yeah. i mean like personal competition rules all man like back in the wild wild west like those things like with the guns and like yeah you just like shoot a can yeah you know, something like that i maybe guess like that that's interesting though i don't know yeah people do yell at the tv a lot at the game, I'm always so nervous. I could yell for days at a player on TV. I, if, I, if, I, if I went to a game, I couldn't heckle one. It depends. I mean, back in the days of high school, me and my buddies used to heckle the basketball players a lot. <laughs> Say some not-so-nice things about the opposing team. Um, and I thought that was really fun. I mean, I really enjoyed that, especially because I'm from a small town. Um, so you, you pretty much know everyone in the surrounding area. So you could, like, just really get at them. Um, and I could say that I definitely accounted for some missed free throws in my day with my heckling. So that is a, a key aspect of my, my yelling at the TV and at live sports. So. Sweet. Well, fun. Lee, thank you so much for coming on the show. Absolutely. It was a, a lot of fun. Lee, Thanksgiving, where are you staying? Where are you going? I'm going back home. I got the seven-hour drive tomorrow. Uh, Pleasantville, New York, born and raised. Great place. Everyone come visit sometime. I have an extra bedroom. I got a basement. Um, small little town, but I mean, we know how to have fun, so. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to be home, relax, no schoolwork, no, no drama, just. I'm going to take so many naps. So many just, naps? I think and I do that here too, but like. I'm going to sleep with a turkey leg, I've decided. Yeah, I'm definitely going to eat a lot of food, I'm going to get real tired, and I'm probably just going to nap and not have to worry about like. Anything. That sounds like a plan. That sounds like a beautiful plan to me. Lee, that thank you, my nice. man, once again, and I'll see you see you on the flip side. Thank you, fans. Hope to be on again. It was a great opportunity. Don't forget the name. Um, I'm a I'm a TV personality and a radio personality. You won't forget. So.
Salutations. All right, and that was Lee Greenwald. That was a lot of fun. I'm glad he could come on the show. Kind of finishing up on an interesting topic here. My friend sent me this story today that happened to him. And essentially, he met some friends of, of this lady. And the lady has a boyfriend. The boyfriend has never met the lady's friends. So my, so my friend is in the bathroom. He's going to the bathroom. He's in a stall. And the guy is in the urinal. And he's, and he, you know, doing his business. And the, the lady was talking to his friends about her, her boyfriend, obviously, before this. And so the friends walked in, because they were all guys. The friends walked into the bathroom, and because the lady was describing what he looked like and everything, they were like, oh, are, are, you, are you so-and-so? And, and they go up and they shake his hand while he's in the urinal. <laughs> and, and I want to talk about this. I want to talk about that, too. That's deserving of respect. Like, if I have my dick in one hand and somebody has the the nerve to walk up and shake my other hand, like, you got to admit, like, it's that's, a power move. that's a power move. It, it is a power move, but here's I'm, what I will I'm say. I'm not one for power moves exactly, but, like, you, that's respectable. Okay, here's what, here's what I want to say to that. If you're, yes, I agree. That is something different, but, man, that is weird on the other side it, of it. It is strange. Okay, so... When you're in the bathroom and you're doing your business, personally, I feel like you don't want to be bothered. I don't want to be bothered when I'm doing something in the bathroom. I don't know what... I, I Now, granted, a lot of my friends that are girls tell me that they do a lot of other things besides actually use the bathroom for the bathroom. But I, I personally, if I'm in the bathroom, I'm not just sitting there on my laptop in the sink and brushing my hair. You know, like I'm there just to because I need to go to the bathroom. I have things to do in the bathroom. Absolutely. And those those things are emptying myself. Absolutely. And it's natural, but what I what I will say is the uh, last thing I want is someone coming up to me and say, "Hey, are you Max?" And I'm looking straight at my urinal, and now it's just the most awkward situation I've ever been in. Probably, I, I can't deal with that. I'm sorry, Brian. I can't deal with it. I'm, I would rather be in the stall. I'm I'm sure. Like at first, I'd be a little bit like, "Yeah, why?" I would be a little confused, but after the initial shock went away, I'm pretty sure I'd be like, "This is a hilarious interaction that I'm having right now." I hear you, Brian. I hear you, but if we let this if if we let this become okay, people are gonna hop over the stall and say and say, "Oh, are you so and so?" That's a problem. That's violation of privacy. Uh, I do want to say, everybody listening, if you're in the bathroom and you know the person, that's one thing. I will not come shake your hand, but if, if you come and shake my hand in the bathroom, I will not be upset. If you know the person, that's fine. Say hi to them. If you don't know the person. Mind your own business, because worst case scenario, what if it wasn't that guy that they were aware of? What if they were wrong, and it wasn't that guy? That's all weird, all, all sorts of weird at that moment. That is just a funny story. If yeah, you, yeah, if you, yeah. Okay, someone wait, came up to if me. If you had somebody walk up to you in the bathroom while you were taking a piss and mistake you for somebody else, you wouldn't find that funny? I Rather would, than awkward, I like it would be awkward, but like that's hilarious. I honestly, I think I would, I would probably bring it on the podcast and talk about it. Exactly. So that gives you a story right there. We'll see. We'll see how I would have handled that. Listen, everybody, this has been a lot of fun. Thanksgiving is around the quarter. Please, please, please enjoy your Thanksgiving. Get home safe, safe travels. Enjoy spending time with your family. And thanks again for tuning in. Episode 5 is a wrap. You always get to where you're going by walking away from where you have been. For Brian Penzak, I'm Max Weinswag. 
We're going to have a break next week, so I won't see you next week. But I'll see you in two weeks. Enjoy Thanksgiving, everyone. Savage.